When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the latest show from Fantasy Football Scout, looking at the FIFA 2022 World Cup. Uh, we have an eye on the stats over the last two rounds of matches so far. There's some matches going on. We're recording this on Monday morning. So uh, the final uh, embers of the uh, very exciting Serbia-Cameroon game are going on at the moment. So, uh, But the key focus is really getting those top picks for match day three or game round three if you're playing the Sky version. My name is Joe and joining me to find the toughest tacklers, slickest passers, sharpest shooters for match day three is Tom Freeman, Fancy Football Scouts Deputy Editor. Tom, how are you? Good, thanks, Joe. Um, enjoying the football. We were just saying off air then that um, the games really seem to have picked up in the last 24 hours. Lots of goals yeah. flying in. Um, still a lot of issues in the official FIFA game. Um, it is improving, but um, I checked my team at the weekend and I'd lost my goalkeepers match day one points and then they reappeared 24 hours later. So um, still issues, but uh, yeah, getting better. Yeah, my, my enjoyment of, of the World Cup has, has, has shot up a bit. Um, I, I posted something on Twitter. It, for me, during the the weekdays are a bit of a pain because I'm busy with work and then at seven o'clock is a bit annoying because if you've got kids, you want to yeah. feed them and you've got dinners and, and, and it, you know, it's just a slightly awkward times for me, but that, you know, it's, it's really difficult wherever you are in the world uh, at some point. So that's just first world problems there. But yeah, the games have really picked up this weekend. I managed to see a yeah, few and yeah. I really enjoyed that Canada Croatia game. That was the one that oh, that's brilliant. I really yeah. like the look of, uh, you know, scoring a goal early for Canada and then Croatia punishing them <laughs> for it having is, the audacity yeah. to do so. Um, before we move on, we're going to look at some stats. Um, but the, the, the prime thing we're looking at is these top picks for match day three. Uh, before we do that, understand you've got um, there's uh, once again, there's uh, some, something going on with talk sport and uh, managing to watching watch the games uh, over here uh, with uh, lots of fellow football fans. So, yeah, what's all that about? Yeah, we mentioned it last week, but it's um, TalkSport. They are hosting a World Cup fan zone under the arches um, at London Waterloo, um, the venue where FA Fancy Football Fest is held. Yeah. Um, now, every World Cup game is being screened there on some huge kind of giant TVs. There is Q&As, um, live radio broadcasts, food, drink, etc., um, you can go on the website and pick a ticket for any game you fancy. Um, I think they're £7.50 or they start at £7.50, but you get a free drink with it as well upon arrival. So not bad at all, really. And um, on not this coming Friday, the Friday after, I think it's the 9th of December, 
Um, there's a few of us from Scout who are going to go and oh. down there and be there for the evening. Um, it could be the quarterfinals, I think. Okay. So if, you, if, if anybody fancies coming down to that, um, get yourself a ticket. We'll get you a drink and um, one drink. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and <laughs> I shouldn't have said that, should I? Um, but yeah, now if you fancy it, there'll be a few of us there. It should be a really good night. So um, yeah, yeah, come on down. I'm not sure what the, the game will be at the moment, but it will be a quarterfinal, I think. So uh, Friday the 9th of December. Um, okay excellent so what we're going to do is we're going to look at some stats now and i'll kind of flag up some key players um with the fantasy football scout members area we um you can um you can sort and filter the stats so far per 90 minutes which is really handy um because especially at this stage for us uh, we've got a, a handful of games still to go in match day two so for example brazil only played one game so far uh, and many others have played twice so we've managed to got that I've also filtered by playing for 60 minutes at least I've done it like, like that um, because that flags up some of those that might have come on as substitutes um, and played significant minutes either in both games or or one of the matches um, and that will be important for match day three because the, we're flagging up players uh, but will they get minutes and that's something mm. that um, we're definitely going to look at so for example France uh, already through um, so will popular players like Mbappe actually play. So these are the things we're going to look at. Um, so what I've done for, uh, get the first table up here, uh, of defenders, so defenders to look at really. I've, I've filtered this by tackling. I know in the official game, tackling is more of a, for uh, midfielders get that, but this is right, uh, yeah. for the host who play the Sky game because uh, that's where tackles one um, really, really pays off as well but it's a good it's a good way of indicating a defender who's very involved and doing what they should be doing so they're going to be a good player there um, and uh, hopefully be getting you some clean sheets with their successful tackles um so um i don't know if you've got the table up on your screen there um have, yeah. yeah um i mean uh, 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 milenkovic is for serbia is the top one with tackles per 90 of nine and tackles one per 98. So pretty, pretty, pretty good percentage there. Tackles one. Um, and uh, Pavlovic as well uh, for Serbia. Um, he's, 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 his tackling's doing really well as well. Um, and Itakura, uh, I know in the Sky game, people went for him in uh, mm. for who plays for Japan um, because uh, his tackles uh, uh, one were uh, per 90 of four uh, in the two games he's played. So that's pretty impressive. Um, so far but just looking at some of those other names i won't read them all out but just you can flag up some names um there that, you, that you're particularly interested in with an eye for match day three yeah so i think denmark um you can see christensen on there now christensen is a pretty good pick in the official fifa game but the player i would go for is mahel on the opposite flank ah. now i think that we, we did have a version of this table earlier, Joe, and I think yeah. Mahel was on there. So he's probably not going to be far he, down from there. I was so. going to say him and another popular pick, Jordi Alba, Spain, yeah. are just below this. They're just below yeah. this. I, so I, there I, you go. I just didn't. I did, I cut them off at 10. I mean, where can you, you could go on forever. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Jordi Alba and Amala are just below this. So, yeah. Yeah. So he would be, he is a right-footed player player but plays at left wing back so when when he's in the the final third he's cutting into his stronger foot so he has a bit more goal threat than Christensen yeah. but both good picks I think mm, yeah. and the other name which kind of immediately jumps out on that list is Hakimi from Morocco ah. um Morocco have kept two clean sheets so far mm. in both games against Croatia and Belgium yeah. now I, I was covering the game for Scout yesterday and I actually realized that since the new manager took charge in in September mm. they've played six games they've kept a clean sheet in every single game under their new manager so far so so they're, you know, they they fly under the radar a little bit, yeah. and I think surprised a few people. But they look really organised. And Hakimi, 
It's that attacking fullback. Mm-hmm. Um, he is managing a thigh injury, so I think we need to monitor that. Yeah. But he started yesterday. I think he played 60-odd minutes. Yeah. Um, and he could be a really good pick for that match day three if he's, if he's we, starting. You should see the team sheets. It's the first game on the Thursday. We'll look at the fixtures in a sec. Yeah. Really home in on those key picks, really. But playing Canada, um, who have surprised me and probably surprised other people, they're actually good. <laughs> actually yeah. Very good side. Very good attacking side. But they, but they, they're like you say, Joe. They're a good attacking side, so that gives up space, as we saw from Croatia on the counter yeah. attack yesterday. They yeah. tore them apart, didn't they? Yeah. So a player like Hakimi um, getting forward in the final third could could be a decent pick. You expect them to put, make, might they might concede in that one, but um, okay. goals and assists could be on the cards. Right. right. Okay, I've got my eye on that. In the Sky game, we can make uh, transfers right up mm. until the first deadline. So um, yeah. I don't know if that's the same case with the official game. So, yeah. uh, okay, Hakimi, first player on my radar there. Let's move on to <laughs> um, midfielders. So I've, I've sorted this by um, successful passes. Um, so that's obviously a criterion in a lot of formats uh, of the game, the, the official game and Sky. Uh, but also chances created as well, or key passes in old-fashioned money. Uh, and once again, these are per 90. Um, no surprise, Spain. <laughs> Spain <laughs> midfielders, uh, what are they famous for? Lots of successful passing. Uh, so Rodri and Pedri uh, right up there um, as uh, the most successful passes per 90 so far. Uh, Busquets as well is there. Um, but further down, we've got, you know, likes of Rice uh, and Bellingham for England, uh, Bentoncourt. For, for Uruguay, um, Pereira, Portugal. Um, in fact, Portugal, very similar to Spain. Lots and lots of passes in midfield. Bernardo Silva looking good. And Neves for Portugal. Um, and uh, Tukamini uh, for France. So I don't know whether the French players are going to... French players I'm reluctant to promote yeah. <laughs> because I don't yeah. know where they're going to play. Um, but yeah, looking at looking at this list here, um, you know, who, who, who springs out here as a, as a good midfielder to get for match day three? Well, in the official FIFA game, like you touched on, Joe, it's the key passes that we need for midfielders. And we need a couple of key passes to get an additional point. Mm. Um, You see Rodri and Petri at the top, but unfortunately, they just don't offer enough goal threat to be um, viable options in the FIFA game. So the players you kind of want to be looking at for this are kind of not really the ones featured on this table. They're more like players like Ericsson, um, De Bruyne, Musiala, Di Maria. They've been getting the created chances. They've been racking up those so far. I think Kovacic yesterday, again, that game that we watched um, was was good too. Um, but of those players on that list, maybe Bellingham. You know, mm. he got he came off he came off early, didn't he, against yeah. um, America? But he does offer that it's that box to box role where he can do well for tackling. He can do well for key passes. So if he does play, um, it just depends what approach Southgate takes. And this is this is part of the um, this is a key part of how we do in match day three is analysing who's going to start mm. um, and will Southgate choose to rotate a few positions. For instance, you know Kane might not start, so mm. it's um, you've got to really go for those nail picks. I'm not sure Bellingham about this one. Um, yeah. Could he could he prefer Henderson in there? I don't know. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I know. I quite with the with the England game. It was like, yeah, bring on Foden, uh, bring yeah. on Grealish. And like, Grealish is gone, and and Henderson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it wasn't wasn't quite what we wanted. Uh, but no, uh, no. let's have a look at the um, shots on target. So this is more about forwards here. Um, we're sorted by shots on tar- target per ninety. No surprise, Mbappe certainly the best player yeah. I've seen so far. In this tournament, yeah. um, uh, shots on target per 90 of 2.5. Uh, 
Uh, then Richarlison with that, that that second one, the goal he scored. Uh, yet to play this, but you might be watching this after his second game, so maybe he scored more. Who knows? Uh, Enna Valencia, probably the surprise for everyone. Um, it's next up there with shots on target per 90 of 2.24. Um, so um, it's not just the extra points you get for, for shots on target, but also um, the fact that you know they're in a position to score, uh, which is what you want. Rafinha from Brazil, Ronaldo. Um, I have not. Um, so these are shots on target. This includes penalties as well. So um, yeah. it's just worth mentioning. And familiar names: Messi. I think uh, Kramaric at Croatia. Um, very good. Uh, very good yesterday against Canada. Saka against England. Uh, Lewandowski, uh, Poland, finally off the mark. Uh, and then Martin at, uh, Martin at Mexico. Um, so they're the ones there. So out of this lot here, I mean, you would assume a lot of them are sort of talisman for their sides. But at the same time, this might be an opportunity to rest them. You would imagine their squads could handle that. I mean, yeah, who 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 do you like the look of out of these forwards? It's difficult, isn't it? Because Mbappe, like you just said, Joey, is the best. He's the best, been the best player in the tournament so far. But France are pretty much assured of top spot. Yeah. So they could quite easily go into that fixture with you know Turam and Coman up front instead, yeah. and probably probably still get the job done. So that feels like a bit risky. I think it might be safest in the official FIFA game to leave him in, and then you can use a transfer once the team sheets are out because you don't want to kind of not have him if he is playing. Yeah. But you want you want that flexibility. Um, Richarlison, let's see how he goes tonight. Um, no Neymar now, so um, mm. you know, we're expecting Paqueta to maybe come in. That could be an interesting one. Um, Ronaldo and Messi, I don't think we need to say much about them. Yeah. You know, uh, if, if there's obviously for Messi, there's definitely something to play for in match day three, yeah. so he's a lot, he's going to be a lot. Yeah, Ronaldo and um, Portugal won the first game. Let's see how mm. they get on today and the permutations of that. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all they're obviously great options if there's something to play for. Um, and Kramaric, you know, I thought he was brilliant yesterday, but um, they play Belgium now, and there's mm. it's like a winner takes all match, I think I'm right in saying mm. that yeah. one. So I don't know. I think there's probably in the official FIFA game, I don't know what it's like in Sky, Sky Joe, but there's so many forward options and not that many midfielders. So for Kramaric to get in, it's probably it's, not going to happen. It's, um, I mean, just some of the, I mean, for example, um, it's perfectly viable just to have a couple of strikers. There are a lot of options, but it's these defenders. Right. So for example, England defenders, we'll talk about the, um, those that have sort of got a blanket England defence. So you've got Stones, Maguire, etc., cetera, uh, Trippier. Yeah, I mean, you can really rack up. I mean, so for example, Stones in the Sky Game got 10 points. So we've got the clean right. sheets, but plus all of the tackling and passing and those types yeah. of things. Um, and so, um, yeah, in the Sky Game, it's a real mixture. Yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of striking, but there's loads of defenders I want as well. Um, yeah, because so, nice it, 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 is, it is different to the, the FIFA game because in the FIFA game, you want to go for those big hitters up yeah. front. You want Messi, you want yeah. Mbappe, you want Neymar when he's fit. So for, for a player like Kramaric to kind of force his way in, um, probably isn't going to happen. There is yeah. some other mid-price picks that I do like, though, which we'll we'll okay. touch on when we go through the fixtures. Okay, well, let's go through the fixtures. Let's go day by day. We've got Tuesday, um, the 29th of November. Um, handy oh. reminders just come up on screen for me to say... Do press uh, uh, that like button. Do press subscribe as well. Do tell your friends um, and do uh, especially uh, for the World Cup videos and podcasts we've got. But also, um, uh, come Boxing Day, we've got loads and loads of FPL coverage coming up. Um, so uh, so Can't just wait. ahead of that. So yeah, that's back again. So we'll get to pick uh, some of these players <laughs> again um, and some of those that haven't gone like Salah. 
and uh, Robertson and, and, and so on. Um, Tuesday, mm-hmm. Ecuador against Senegal, Netherlands against Qatar, Iran against uh, United States, and then Wales against England. Um, yeah, out of all of these, um, you know, who, which, which players appeal for this day? I'm looking at Netherlands, Joe, mm, um, okay. playing Qatar, um, who have lost both games so far. Um, they're out of the tournament. Um, so I'd be looking at Netherlands. Dumfries has massively underwhelmed yeah. so far, but he's a you know Euro 2020 mm. hero. People know what he can do from that wing back spot. And then uh, I really like Gakpo. He's had a great tournament yeah. so far. Now Depay is interesting. He's been nursing this injury, getting more and more minutes. Yeah. We think he's going to get 60 in this. We think he's going to move to a starter. So he could be a good pick, but I'd be tempted to go with the player who I think is probably going to play 70 or 80 minutes, and that would probably be Gappo, I think. Okay, but, um, uh, Bergwijn has disappointed me in the sky. I've, yeah. I've dispatched him. Um, yeah, well, so, it could be him that loses his spot, I guess, if the pie yeah. starts. So, yeah, that, mm. that's what that's what I thought as well. So if mm. we're looking at that, so target, target Netherlands. I don't know what the situation is with Netherlands, whether... I, I, I put, I'm presuming just a draw. Um, yeah, draw, draw is enough, I think, for them, is isn't enough. it? I think, uh, yeah. But it could be a chance for those like to play to get um, you know extra minutes and you know mm. show, show the manager what they can do. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at that England Wales game as well. Um, as, as I said in the Sky game, in particular, the, the defenders have been good. I don't know what sort of rot- rotation we're going to get here. I hope. I mean, I put um, Phil Foden on that on our thumbnail for this. Um, I like a lot of England fans hope that he is playing. I, I yeah, did like. I think to, he might. I, I'd like to see a lot of minutes for Grealish as well. He's got a mm. wonderful knack of earning, as you know, as a Villa fan, uh, of earning free kicks and penalties yeah. uh, through his trickery. Um, so I, I like. Um, I'm not sure what other what other rotation will there be there. I mean, I imagine defence is going to be pretty rock solid. Yeah, I've seen a bit of talk of maybe Kyle Walker coming in. Okay. And so you immediately think, well, is Trippier at risk? But it's he could come in at right back and Trippier could go to the left if he wants to give Shaw a rest. So that's quite difficult. I think he'll probably continue with Stones and Maguire and Pickford. I don't see him yeah. disrupting that because let's look, we're not qualified yet. You know, no. we, we so, so um, yeah, I, th- I think that... Um, I, I think that, that, that it's, it's quite difficult. Maybe Pickford or one of the centre backs. If you do, if you do think we'll get a clean sheet, but Wales have got to go for it in this one, haven't they, Joe? Yeah. You know, they've got to win this match by by a few goals. So I don't know whether this is the the match day to target England's defence quite as much as we have been so far. Yeah, it looks like Netherlands this day, um, particular. But you know, I think it's going to be hard to resist for England fans. Mm. Get an England player or two in. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, Foden could be a pump, but we're not going to see those um, team sheets. Or, until... or um, yeah, Callum Wilson, maybe. But, um, yeah, I mean, Harry Kane did look a bit tired. Mm. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've, I've got Harry Kane in my Sky team, um, so I will be, you know, keeping him, obviously, it's Harry Kane. Mm. But um, yeah, I'm not overly confident. Um, no. Yeah, interesting to see that out. Netherlands lineup. Let's, let's move on mm. to Wednesday. Um. So Wednesday, we've got Australia against Denmark, uh, Tunisia against France, Saudi Arabia against Mexico, um, Poland against Argentina. Absolute must-win game for Argentina. As you said, Messi's... Yeah. I mean, that's a lock. You just have Messi. That's just, <coughs> yeah. Who, who, what, what other Argentina players do you think we should be getting? 
I like Di Maria. Um, yeah. he's, he's the creator in that team. And I think he would be the one that I've gone in each match day with so far. I like that double up. And yeah. um, like, like you say, Jay, that, that it's a massive game for them. They have to get something out of it. He, um, he's, in, he's in my team already. I'm keeping him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then looking at the other fixtures on that day, France are difficult ones because mm. like we said, they're qualified. But that could bring players like Coman um, and Saliba, okay. who hasn't played so much at the yeah. back. So that might be a good chance to get some really good differentials in who are really low-owned okay. um, if you think they're going to start. And then Denmark, obviously, good fixture against Australia. So Mahel Ma and Ericsson. Yeah. And um, even Mexico. Um, I, I, I kind of... Saudi Arabia were really good in the first match mm. they, against Argentina, but they they were really they had a really high defensive line and they mm. pressed really high up. Yeah. A bit like Canada, I like teams who do that because then it creates opportunity. You know, it's like yeah. it's like Leeds in the Premier League. They're yeah. an attacking team. They're always going to get bodies forward. Mm -hmm. I've got Zielinski and Lewandowski in for that fixture at the weekend, and they both did well. So going for somebody like Lozano or something at Mexico okay. this week that that could be could be a nice little pick. Right, um, um, yeah, I like I like the Denmark fixture as well. Uh, against yeah. Australia, Australia, you know, once again, they're not, you know, they're, they're no. a good side. Um, mm. I think, all, you know, all, all the the so called minnows, only really Qatar. Oh, I've been yeah. sort of perhaps they perhaps they you know on footballing terms shouldn't be there, uh, but mm. everyone else has been really good, really good sides actually. Um, but yeah, yeah right. Australia good, um, and uh, Denmark. So yeah, those those Danish defenders, I like the look of here. Uh, uh, you mentioned Marla as well. Um, I think he he would be the pick, I think, for yeah. me, for defenders this day. Yeah, uh, but yeah, interesting. Interesting what you say about those differentials at France. Um, mm. And of course, uh, what Mexico's attackers could do. So yeah, very mm. interesting. Um, let's move on to uh, Thursday. Um, Canada against Morocco. Uh, Morocco, who's clean, the clean sheet specialist that... Uh, mm. We didn't know we're clean sheet specialists, but now we do. No. Uh, Croatia <laughs> against Belgium, absolute must win. Um, mm. Croatia look the favourites to me in that one. Um, Costa Rica yeah. against Germany, uh, must win for Germany, I presume. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolute must win. Uh, but Costa Rica, another side that uh, perhaps thought would be minnows, and perhaps they've got something else uh, to them. Uh, Calvo there was in our match day three. Uh, defenders with his tackling so you know he'll be have to be on good form and japan against spain so a lot a lot of uh, premier league interest there particularly my team brighton uh with matoma um and mm. uh, quite a few familiar names in that japan squad and uh against spain um like let's just go for spain first because spain will be popular as as ever mm. um a, a lot a lot of goals a lot of passing that type of thing in them but who do you think would play with Morata? I'd quite like. mm. Could he be a good a good shout for this? Yeah, I think he could be, Joe. Yeah, he's he's been on the bench for the first two matches, but he's come on in both games and mm. scored. So you've got to think he's going to be pushing for a start now. So I yeah. think, yeah, Morata. Um, they still need a point from this Spain to, I think, to guarantee from, to, to qualification. So um, they're not going to rot rotate too much, no. but I can see Morata coming in. And um, Germany above them as well, obviously, that's a, a must-win game. Yeah. And um, their subs made a real impact against Spain. Um, yeah. Sane and uh, Nick, uh, Nicholas Fulkrug, yeah. um, the Voida Bremen striker, um, he came on and scored the equaliser. Mm. And so you've got to think Sane and him are going to be pushing for starts mm. now as well. Okay. Costa Rica got the win yesterday, but I don't. I think Germany should should be okay in this mm. one. So uh, And players like Raum and Musiala as well have been, good so far so there's loads of picks at Germany which I like um, 
for this match today. Um, Croatia against Belgium. So, I mean, do we think there's going to be some rotation at Belgium? I mean, a, a big big Trossard fan um, here. Anana's out. He's suspended. So I think Tillemans will come back in. Okay. Um, Lukaku came on for the last ah. 10 minutes, I think, yesterday. Um, and they've been playing Batshuayi and they've really missed Lukaku up front. And so if he if he can play for 60-odd minutes, they're going to start him, I think. Um, yeah. But this is one of those fixtures where it feels very hard to call. And so I'd probably avoid it completely, I think, if I'm picking my match day three team. Because... Um, yeah, I mean, it, you just don't. Belgium have been really poor. Croatia have played so much better than them, mm. but they've got play. They've got match winners in that team, like De Bruyne, mm. who can who can step up yeah. and make things happen. So, um, might be best to look elsewhere. Okay, um, I've got Perisic and Modric in my team. I'll keep. Okay, I've, I've got rid of De Bruyne, um, just out of spite. <laughs> down. Uh, but I did notice uh, that I perhaps shouldn't have done uh, because. Uh, when Lukaku came on, De Bruyne was passing much more at Lukaku. And whilst Lukaku didn't put any of those chances away, he was in the correct positions. He wasn't offside yeah. uh, like Batuai was so frequently. And it just felt like there was going to be an, an assist or two coming there. So yeah. De Bruyne... He's, could, he's still really involved, yeah. De Bruyne. Could, um, could be so a whole... So, so stick a good striker in there with him who can actually finish some of the chances he's yeah. creating and he'll probably start to pick up again. Okay. So. so for the match day three different differentials, really, Lukaku could be uh, an interesting pick there. But yeah, see what you, Martinez says. Yeah. But as you said, um, there's some other fixtures there that, that could put, perhaps offer be better returns. And that, uh, yeah, that Morocco defence, um, yeah, looking yeah. at that. So Hakimi, I really want to see him in that lineup. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm very keen on that. You, you sold me there. <laughs> yeah, and, and Ziek as well, further forward. Um, yeah. He's just got goal assist potential. He's involved in everything for them. And it's that right side of Morocco with Hakimi behind him and then Ziek. And um, yeah, Canada will give up space. They'll attack this one. So um, yeah, okay. yeah, decent fixture to target. Right, so. yeah. Let's move on to uh, Friday. This is the final mm. final uh, day of uh, this particular match day or game round, however you want to say it. Um Ghana against Uruguay, um, South Korea against Portugal, um, Serbia against Switzerland, uh, Cameroon against Brazil. Um, yeah, some potentially good good matches here. Uh, this has been recorded before the Brazil game. Um, so, I mean, often I come a cropper here, we'll say, let's assume they've won. Um, they might not. Um, but nevertheless, you would imagine there'd be some form of rotation. Maybe would Jesus possibly start this if Brazil are in, have already won their second game? Yeah, potentially. And players like Anthony, if he's fit as well, could come in. Um, so it's really difficult to speculate on this until we we know the permutations of what's happened in there. But yeah, Brazil could be a, a team a bit like France if they're, mm -hmm. they're qualified or almost yeah. guaranteed a place, then they, they could rotate. Um, Portugal um, scored three goals in the first, first mm -hmm. round. So if they've got something to play for, Ronaldo, Bruno mm -hmm. Fernandes are obviously going to be decent yeah. picks. Um, Serbia and Switzerland I'm not so sure about that one Serbia yeah. are playing now and Mitrovic is looking good I think from what I hear but uh, Switzerland are a decent defensive yeah. side so probably avoid that Uruguay defence maybe um, mm. if you wanted a cheap goalkeeper I think Roche is 4 million in the official yeah. FIFA game Ghana they scored a couple past Portugal but mm. um they they weren't great until the second half no. really they were so um one thing i noticed yeah, with that ghana portugal game was there was for for both sides there was a lot of space on the wings um mm. and that's why i i i was partially tempted to get son in <laughs> uh, 
uh, for my Sky oh, game okay. for, because he's playing both of them. Um, so this is going out before he has played one of them. Um, and then he plays Portugal next. I, but then I thought, hey, it's Portugal. <laughs> and I wasn't quite sure um, yeah. about Son coming after coming back from his injury. So I, I sort of chickened mm. out on that move. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. This could be quite a good match. I mean, South Korea mm. really good. <laughs> Portugal good. Yeah, it's, I mean, it just, it depends what we've got so far. So we've got Portugal are on three points at the moment. Um, Uruguay and South Korea have got one point and Ghana have, have obviously lost yeah. the first game. So if Portugal win match day two, they're going to be on six points and they're going to pretty much be wrapped up, I think. Yeah. So okay. that then would indicate that we might need to start looking for the, the backup players yeah. who could come in in match day three and make an impact. Okay. So just a lot depends on what happens uh, later on. Rightio. Um, and um, yeah, Ghana, Uruguay, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to go. Um, mm, could, be, um, could be a tight one. I, I, I've only seen one game so far of Uruguay. I, I don't know. I just, I, and when I don't know, I don't want to go there. <laughs> yeah, this does feel like one of those matches where it's hard to call. And so I try and avoid those when mm. I'm picking, if I'm picking like a free hit or a wildcard yeah. team for the week, then you want to go for the... The, the ones where you feel confident that there's going to be a big score. And that one, again, I, I think that could be low scoring. Yeah. So, um, yeah, maybe a defender from Uruguay, but I'm not sure about Darwin or Suarez. I think there's better picks this week. So. Yeah, so, I mean, I think I think for this particular day here um, with Brazil, uh, keep an eye on 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 our, on our tweets, the Fantasy Football Scout. Obviously, just keep an eye on the news. Find, mm. you know, see what position Brazil are in in the group, mm. what likely rotation is. There could be some... Um, there could be some interesting uh, sort of backup yeah. players there like Jesus or Anthony. Um, uh, other than that, I mean, I guess it's the, you know, the familiar names. I mean, Mitrovic could be a, could be a cheap, a viable cheap striker. But as you said, it's against Switzerland. Yeah, Son, good defensively. Mm. Son, I, I, would, I would potentially seeing how, where, where Portugal are at um, here, um, because if there is, if, is um, some rotation for Portugal, um, mm. could be a good match for Son. Um, but yeah, yeah, if there's something riding on it, yeah, yeah, this is a real wait and see, but um, mm. day, but I think I think there's you know lots of potential for good players there. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, oh, thanks so much for that, Tom. That's really um, helped me sort out some of my picks for the Sky Game, and I know those like yourself are playing the the um, the official game. Um, uh, the uh, there's some there's some interesting picks there, and I hope we've got some. Great. We did we haven't mentioned goalkeepers really, so just to sort of round up. Um, in terms of goalkeepers, mm. who, who are the sort of best couple of goalkeepers? Do you think for the for match day three? I've sort of caught you on the hop here. I no, that's fine. I'd probably be looking at the Dutch goalkeeper Nopper, who's played the first couple of games. He's only four point five million in the official yeah. FIFA game. Um, now Netherlands weren't great against Ecuador, but Qatar ain't great either. Yeah. So I think that's a good cheap keeper to get. Okay. And um, I would probably pair him um, in the FIFA game. Potentially with Roche for the Uruguay keeper, who's only okay. four million. Okay. He's cheapest chips, so you right. can get two goalkeepers for eight point five. Yeah. Um, push your budget into that attack mm-hmm. where you want to be getting Messi and the big hitters. So that's what I would do. And uh, with the Sky game, um, yeah, the, the the Dutch keeper looks good, um, but mm-hmm. especially against Qatar. But we're, and we'll see the lineup. So if there is any rotation there, um, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll better see that in the Sky game, um, and and uh, adjust accordingly if we're up in time. Um, and Tom, thanks so much for that. Um, we will be back uh, soon. There's lots of other videos uh, as well and podcasts uh, from Fantasy Football Scout um, looking at these things. Obviously, our, our one has a, an eye on the stats, but uh, what you all want to know is uh, which players you bring in. Um, so uh, hopefully we have help there. Tom, thanks a lot for your time and uh, good luck with your uh, match day three. Cheers, Joe. See you soon.